Hi, everybody. This is Tony Khan, the producer and director of Morning Stories from WGBH in Boston. For today's program, we're going to do something a little bit different. We're going to devote our program not to a new morning story, but to all of you out there who've been kind enough to write us. Partly because after producing about 74 morning stories in a row, we've decided to take a week off from production. And partly because, well, you really should hear yourselves. You are fantastic. Recently, we asked you to tell us something about what Morning Stories brought up for you and how it fits into uh, your daily life. So we wanted to read you some of what you've been telling us. And I'm I'm here right now in studio NNW, which is nice and warm because uh, it's rotten outside in Boston with Gary Mott. Hey, Tony. We got a response to our story, A Kindred Spirit by Testa Costa. The postal clerk from my zip code. Right. I'm a postal carrier in western Maryland, and I have been the substitute on the same route since 1999. Morning stories end up on my iPod, delivering RR08 every Saturday. That's Rural Route 08. And I burn a copy for the sub that works RR09, the opposite (laughs) end of town. I have both mansions and condemned houses. He has schools and jails. BJK. What a picture of a town from a rural carrier's point of view. Mansions and condemned houses on one side, schools and prisons on the other. The piece about Tess got a lot of mail. Dear Tony, I really enjoy your morning stories and podcasts. I know Tess. I volunteered with her as a grief counselor at the Children's Room Center for Grieving Children and Teenagers in Arlington, Massachusetts. As you stated, Tess is indeed a very kind, gifted, and lovely human being who brings compassion and enthusiasm to everything she does. Tess's podcast goes out to the world, gets heard by a woman who knew Tess, kind of like went around the block. (laughs) I love podcasting. (laughs) We got a note from Michael. I live in Madrid, Spain, and have since 1978. I am at an age where I want to rediscover that certain something that defines the humanity of American life, to look for that something that also defines me. Listening to your podcast is a very welcome trip home. A lot like a weekly visit with old friends. Best regards, Michael. Oh, thanks, Michael. Uh, a theme in a lot of our letters is the way in which stories give people a sense of their roots in one form or other. Suzanne in Colorado writes, uh, Tony, this past summer I got married and moved to Boulder County, Colorado, and my father, back in New Jersey, sent me a CD with about 30 podcasts on it. Morning Stories, Science Friday, and Please Explain with Leonard Lopate, he's in New York, seemed to be his favorites. It was neat for me to listen to the same material I know my dad enjoys, even though I am 1,800 miles away. And now I'm hooked on those three shows. I download to my MP3 player every weekend, and then I listen as I run after work in the evening. P.S. I have also written a letter, Actual Snail Mail, to Ipswich, thanking them for supporting your podcast. We got a note from Jessica from Atlanta. A few weeks ago, I had to get up cruelly early at about four in the morning to pick up my boyfriend from the airport. It was still dark out and raining, and I sat in my car shivering, waiting for it to act like it wouldn't fall into pieces if I drove it. I hadn't slept right, I'd eaten nothing, and I felt fragile and miserable. My car stereo was stolen last year, and I still haven't replaced it. There's really no need, since I was given an iPod and discovered podcasts. So on this awful, icy morning, 
I put on my headphones and played a random track, which turned out to be one of your morning stories. A funny thing happened. Under my breath, I muttered along with you, Hi, everybody, this is Tony Khan, the producer and director of Morning Stories. <laughs> it was involuntary, and I don't know why I did it, except that it made me feel better. And I realized that no matter what my situation or when I listen, your stories bring me a little extra something, and it's usually comfort. I listen to these stories the same way I drink a cup of coffee. And sort of for the same reason. Finally, I just want to end with a conversation that I had a few days back with another listener, a lovely woman named Aurea uh, in southern Brazil. She uses morning stories in her English class, and she'll tell us how she does that. But uh, talking to her was just one more reminder, really, of how small the world really is. And uh, for those of us uh, experiencing the unseasonably weird winter here in Boston, uh, what an unseasonably weird summer they're having just a phone conversation away. Tony, we're having a huge thunderstorm, so I can hear you okay. very well. The hottest season in the last 30 years. Aurea, uh, is it Julio? Julio. Julio. It's much more difficult than you thought. It's much more musical. Julio. The original name is Italian. It's De Julie. My mother's side was French, and the other one was Italian. Aurea, we'd ask people how they were using morning stories in their lives. And you told us a wonderful story about using them uh, for helping people learn how to speak English better. Is that right? Yes, yes. How does that work? I record your programs, and then I I use them for the listening activities uh, and for the speaking, real stories, real people stories. Do uh, make the students feel more connected to real world. They feel emotional mm. and and they always have a similar story to to tell the others, you know? It reminds them of something that happened to yes, them. Yes, yes. People are the same all over, I think. Feelings are the same. So these stories are uh, heartwarming as as you say. Oh Aurea, thank you. Listen Oh Jesus. Oh my god what Did happened? Did you hear that? Oh it was an awful thunder. Are you okay? Yes, I am. But you're afraid of thunder? Not really, but this one was amazing. That one you were afraid of? Ah, yes. Oh. Very scary. Okay. <laughs> oh. <laughs> can you hear that? Oh, you poor can dear. Can you hear that? I'm sorry. I can hear it. What was it Jeez. like? Oh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sorry to interrupt. This is uh, real life. Yes, yes, very frightening. Oh. I can remember um, three stories really touched my, my students. The so, one about the the kids who were adopted by a reporter. Mm -hmm. The other one uh, of this guy who decided to walk all the streets in Manhattan. Right. This was beautiful. I found it so amazing that I wanted to do the same thing, you know. I thought it was a wonderful idea to to have uh, a bigger picture of the place you live. And that one about the man who, he was a middle-aged uh, man who went back to, to the place where he was born and uh, he visited the house and he found everything 
changed than he looked at his hand. Yes. And he, he saw a middle-aged um, man's hand, and he realized he was much older, too. The older ones were very touched. It brought them memories of similar situations they, they have faced in their life, in real life. Uh, are you... Uh-oh, oh, I'm here. Oh, Christ. Oh, my God. This is going to kill someone. I'm getting scared now. <laughs> yeah, yes. For you. My voice. My boy is coming back from work. I hope he's okay. Oh, I hope so, too. Mm-hmm. He is IT director of a company. Was he the one who told you about podcasting? No, I found it on the Internet. Whenever I can, I listen to the radio. So I was searching for extra material for my students, and I, I listen to lots to lots of uh, radio programs. Uh, I'm a... Uh, Addicted to radio since I was a girl. This was my my first uh, means of getting in touch with different cultures. When I was five years old or six years old, I already listened to Voice of America. Mm-hmm. Just for curiosity, I, I couldn't understand the words. I only started studying English when I was 13. But I was so much in love with this language that I learned it in one year. I know my English is not excellent, but if I could speak it for 24 hours a day, I would do it. Have you have you heard uh, one of our stories called Fatima? Yes. Well, yes, yes. She's, she's back to Brazil, isn't she? She is. But I can't remember the place she lives in. Uh-huh. Would, would you like to say hello to her? Yes, I'd love to. Can I give you her phone number? Yes, you can. <laughs> okay. I'll, as soon as soon as we're we're finished recording, stay on the phone, and I'll give it to you. If you were to give her a call and say hello from Tony and Gary at Morning Stories, I'll I'll certainly. Oh, will. thank you so much. You don't need to thank me. It would be a pleasure. It's You'll a be promise. Very welcome. Here. Oh, I know it. Thank you. Same here. If you come to Boston, thank you, Aurea. Oh, thank you. I miss you already. Oh, you're <laughs> lovely. You're lovely. So are you. I love you too. Okay. <laughs> Bye-bye. Bye-bye. And uh, thanks, as always, to Ipswich, a leader in file transfer software, for sponsoring our podcast. You can reach them at ipswich.com. That's I-P-S-W-I-T-C-H. And please get in touch with us at morningstories at wgbh.org. And we'll be back next Friday with a new morning story. See you then. Bye. calling to say hello and to tell you that Audia called me and she told me that you gave us a hug and everything so uh, thanks for remembering us and I'll call you back bye